0: Probably in the south. <laughs> Are we rolling here, brother? Cool. Well, we'd like to welcome everybody to the first inaugural Cedar Rapids music scene podcast. Dope. It could be the last too. It, it might be the first. It might be the last.
1: It'll probably be the last. It'll probably yeah. be the
0: last. Like we'll probably accidentally delete this after we finish this case of Heineken's, and <laughs> and then just never to decide to do it again. That might happen. <laughs> so be it. Well, I'm, I'm assuming there's there's uh, a few listeners out there. Hopefully this will continue to grow. Please share it with all your friends. Get your bandmates in it. We're going to discuss <clears throat> a lot of different topics that pertain to trying to continue to create a better music scene here in Cedar Rapids and surrounding areas. So... First episode, uh, I'm just going to introduce a couple people. I got AJ Venz here of Wolfpack Productions yeah. who is my main producer. Would you be my producer?
1: The producer, your co-host. Co-host um, producer. Yes. Oh, I like that. Third Musketeer. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah, AJ, the the reason I thought that this would be a good idea to have AJ involved is number one, he's dope and he's got great gear and he produces well with Wolfpack Productions. But hey, he also has the uh, you know, he has a background in original bands and plays in original bands, knows a lot about the original band scene around here, and I think it'll be a nice juxtaposition to uh, bounce off of myself being way out of the original band scene and deep into cover band land, for and sure. I think it'll be a nice way for us to try to touch on everything that everybody would want here, so that's why we brought AJ
2: involved. Yeah. Good to have you, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's a, it's a pleasure. Should Humble. I probably say what my name is? Yeah,
0: what's your name? <laughs> my name is Mike Schulte. Is that how you're supposed yeah. to start podcasts? <laughs> Uh, my name is Mike Schulte. I, I organized this group for some reason, and uh, <laughs> I play in the Pork Tornadoes. I've played in original bands a lot. I've played in a lot of cover bands lately. I'm just here to help, man. I'm here to facilitate. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And we also brought, for guest number one, we brought the famous or infamous, however you want to look at it, Cale Henderson. The man of town. The man of town. The man about town, Cale <laughs> Henderson. What's up, man?
1: Not much, just uh, hoping to add a little perspective to this and uh, hopefully not get eviscerated by all the musicians that I love and That's why and I brought you
0: on first, is I figured, man, if anybody's going to take some heat, it's going to be Kale Henderson. Oh. He, he knows how to reflect that shit.
1: Oh, yeah, fill <laughs> with kindness. Yeah, that's the way, man. Here, yeah. And money.
0: Well We thought that episode, <laughs> uh, episode one, we figured, would be a good thing to touch on. We'll call it... We'll call it seeing things from a venue's perspective. Because yeah. so I think this is super important, because I can go back to the days of starting a band, even two, two, three years ago, just being a cover band in town and going, I'm playing at this bar. It was hard to see things from the venue's perspective. I just assumed I would make a ton of money, and and it was easy. The bar made money. I made money. This is the best thing ever. But right. I, think, I think a lot of us need to understand more what it takes to be a music venue, what it takes to have live music, and what you guys are looking for from musicians um so so that's why that's why I think we're going to go on this episode but I'd like to ask you a couple questions first Kale. um why don't you tell me um a little bit more about yourself and like your years of in the service industry around here and being around live music
1: okay um well I can my love affection with live music started when I was a kid um I was the youngest of a bunch of really cool cousins I only got to see like a couple times a year and they took me to a 311 show Dude, I was in like a that park too, man. yeah yeah And I just stood there in the crowd at, like, 12 years old, just mesmerized, and just... My life was different every day since. So uh, I was going to culinary school in Cedar Rapids, and I needed a job, and I started bartending downtown at Muddy Waters. Oh, yeah, Muddy Waters. Yeah, what a great spot. You think
0: somebody could bring that back?
1: Nah. Probably not. You can't recreate that, can you? You know what? It's lightning in a bottle, Yep. and you're lucky we had it, and you're just... You know, you celebrate that you had it. Yep. Mm-hmm. it's like Super Toad in Des Moines. You know, like what a great club. But yeah, then it's like well, you know, whatever. It kind of yeah, it doesn't work out sometimes. <laughs> right. You know, musicians. So not were... everybody
0: goes to business school. Right. You were bartending yeah. there, and were you involved in hiring any live music at all at that place?
1: I, at that point, I was just scouting. Um, the owner of the place. We would go to shows together, and we would ju- we would just go to all these different shows and just kind of thought what you know think about what would work and what wouldn't work. I was only like twenty. And that place was huge at the time. You know, there was only like two places in town to see mm-hmm. shows, and we were one of them. So that would have been a lot of
0: responsibility to put on a
1: twenty year old right. kid. Who was you just had some loving input. thrash metal? Yeah, you had input,
0: yeah. and you were kind of studying it. The business, yeah, almost yeah. More in than way.
1: anything, I was just kind of going through life, making good money, and just something that I was really interested in.
0: So then, so then, if I well, the first time I met you, you were at Chrome Horse, yep. the original downtown Third Street Chrome Horse. Yep,
1: and we were doing, I think at the time, probably upstairs and downstairs.
0: Yeah, I think you were in charge of upstairs at that point, but you were mainly just booking bands in, down yep, on the main yep. level of Chrome Horse. And I know you were there through, what, like 2012?
1: I left in 2012 to, uh, to be the talent booker and general manager at Tailgaters. At Tailgators,
0: oh, no. which is probably how most people know
2: Kale. Like, yeah. AJ, did you have any run-ins yeah. with Kale before? Uh, no. Tailgaters, probably? Only Tailgaters, never, <laughs> never Chrome Horse, I don't believe.
1: Well, when I got to Tailgaters, um, the mission changed. I couldn't compete with the big downtown money.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: couldn't compete with Uptown Friday night. I didn't get to put the big shows outside and bring t- 2,500 to 3,000 people on the property every Friday night. So the game plan had to change. That's when I got into the original scene here right. in Cedar Rapids. And honestly, it's what saved me in this business. It just renewed the love affair that I've always had.
0: Well, that's that's super important. And we're going to touch on a bunch of that. I'm going to ask you one more question. First, before we dive into this, have you ever actually played a musical instrument?
1: It's been years. I uh, The clarinet, right? <laughs> uh, I, th- I think it was the recorder. No, honestly, <laughs> I, uh, I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis when I was like 28. Right. And so that pretty much put anything that I ever had on the shelf, and I'm a shitty singer. So it's just... Kind of is what it is. Live vicariously through crea- creative people.
0: Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. Respect. Y- y- yeah. Yeah. Some people Some people can play, but maybe they shouldn't play. Is there is. And
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, I've, I've seen plenty of that. Hey, I, I
0: can sing, but I don't because <laughs> I know it's bad. I've, I've found my limits. No, you rap. Rapping is yeah. totally different than
2: singing. There you you are yeah. an amazing rapist. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, guys. Rapist. Heck of a rapist.
0: Well, Kale, I'm going to try to lead you through a little bit of. Uh, Thoughts that I have, but please stray any way that you want to. Okay. I've got a couple questions for you that I think uh, people will benefit quite a bit from. Um, but one of the things I wanted to know about you is what do you think of the overall, like just talent pool of musicians here in the Cedar Rapids area, and how, how have things changed since you were 20 to now?
1: Um, I think the talent pool is the same. I see less people playing, though. There's a lot of people my age who were playing 10, 15 years ago in just these banger bands that aren't doing anything right now. And I think sometimes you need the older generation to help groom the younger generation. Totally. Mm -hmm. and But I I believe the talent's there. I mean, I see it every weekend. Where Like this weekend, we've got three original bands, and every one of them is talented in their own way, and they're all from a different genre. So for me to say that the talent isn't there would be incorrect. The issue that I see is that there's a lot of people sitting on the shelf. Right. Some of the best singers in town I know, some of the best players I know in town aren't in any projects, and life gets in the way, and I get that. But it would be advantageous to the scene if those people started getting with other like-minded people got a little fire under their ass and really started putting together some cool
0: projects i think some people think that the the more bands and musicians you have maybe the worse it would be because oh there's too much competition and i can't get shows but i think it's the absolute complete opposite i think the more talent and the more bands you have in an area it forces people to step up their game it, it automatically lets people know that if they're going to go out at any night, they're going to see, like like a place like right. Nashville, which I've never been, but you hear, go on a Tuesday night and walk into a small dive bar. There's like talent you wouldn't believe just sitting on this shelf over here playing music. Just look you know? at Iowa City. Yeah, just yeah. Iowa City too. So yeah. so I think uh, I think you're right, but I also think it's reversed too. Uh, we've been, the, the Pork Tornadoes, we've been, when we were young, we started off and we had people that we could look up to and go, man, I want to be them. I want to, I want to create music like these guys. I want to hit these big stages. But we've been trying to find like a younger version of us to almost like in in a way, just go, hey, young guys, we come with us. We're going to show you the ways and we want you to just build up, come open some shows for us. But like we can't find any young kids that are playing music either. No,
1: that's tough. There's there's really nobody to hand the playbook to right now to do what you guys do. Um, Now, that's not to say that. Something couldn't happen organically with a couple of different bands, or people couldn't get into that. But you know what it's like. Um, there's not a 20-year-old kid out there right now who's picking up a guitar who's thinking about doing anything other than their own shit. Right. And that's okay. But sooner or later, I shouldn't say sooner or later, a lot of people end up coming back to the covers because they sell better. And there's just no other way to say it, at least in Cedar Rapids. Right. This market in particular, people like hearing known entity. Now that's not to say that it's always going to be like that or it's always been like that, but you when I see pork tornadoes, I know I'm not going to hear an original song, but I know I'm going to hear 25 songs that I'm going to have a, that I'm going to know that right. I can dance to, so
0: it's just a different mentality. It is. Well, what do you think about one of the things that got brought up? I think both of you guys were at the meeting we did at Chrome Horse, but one of the things that got brought up was what if these established big name cover bands Bring an original band to open the show. I mean, like, how do you, how do you, as a venue owner, do you think that would
2: work? And AJ, how as a, is an original band, do you think that would work? I'll be honest with you, like, because we've had this conversation a yeah. little bit before. We said, okay. how do we make yeah, this happen? We said, how do we make this happen? And and for me, because I always wanted, you know, I always like to get as much as many eyeballs as possible on original acts, yeah. but you know, you can only do so much. And then you say, well, let's put them in front. Uh, of a cover band or like pork tornadoes let 's do that, and it 's like, will people be there in time for it? You true? Know? will they take the time to be there, or are they going to find out? oh well, the pork tornadoes aren 't starting until <laughs> seven forty five eight right. o'clock when these guys are so and it's great you know i've been to you, your guys' shows like the downtown shows and everything like that it 's a lot of fun Pianopalooza. and and um, it's it's really fun, but yeah it's is it benefiting? the original band, and the way that they want to grow. Right. That's my... That's is my it
0: benefiting thing. everybody? You yeah. Know, I mean, an opener just is essentially filling time, but Correct. for us, we also want... You know, when sometimes when you go to a big show and you're like, man, there's no way that they pick this opener other than to just make them look better. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I've seen the like, like you've seen yeah, that. Yeah, you'd yeah. be like, God, this man is horrible. And yeah. I know they picked them so that they would sound that much uh. better. But <laughs> like, we're the complete opposite. We'll take a risk. Like we'll put a band that is, that we think is better than us before us. Maybe they just don't have as big of a following of mm-hmm. us just because we want to give a product that people are like, that was the best show I've ever been. You, you've been to a live show where like maybe three, four acts were all just insanely good. that those are your best show. Those are your favorite shows of all time. And so so I think people have come to expect us to just have a good opener. So mm-hmm. maybe it would maybe it would be advantageous to yeah. those
2: people maybe. yeah, absolutely. yeah
0: but somebody Chris Woodward or somebody brought up or maybe it was Kurt Burgess said to have the op- have the original band open the show after the set is over. like meaning yeah. the your main band starts and plays and then they end a little bit early. And then there's still people there having fun, and another band takes the stage.
2: Kind of the after-party, quote-unquote, yeah.
0: vibe. Yeah, right, after-party. Yeah. yeah, exactly yep. right. Yep.
1: Uh-huh. I've gone that way a couple of different times, and it's usually with a touring band who either needs to get on the road That's early. True. Or they want to pump merch, which is fine, too. They want to get out there and meet people and get their email list going while there's still a good crowd in the scene. Um, and then I've seen the place just absolutely hollow out, and I've seen musicians that I love and care about sit through a two-hour show to play just a loadout. To, to,
0: yeah. So <laughs> yeah.
1: there's... I think Kurt's onto something. I would like to see a good band in front of Slapping too.
0: I would too, yeah.
1: Um, or Inch 75. It just makes more tip. sense, yeah. It, it, it does for me, because I can tell you the longer I hold a crowd, the bigger the pile of money is at the end of the night that we split up and everybody goes home happy from that perspective. The last thing I want is at twelve o'clock to have an empty bar <laughs> right. and still have a bunch of money on stage. The dreaded
0: midnight set break, right? The dreaded <laughs> midnight oh. set
1: break. Oh, the hex.
0: That's yeah, that's tough, man. And I think um, I've been trying to get out to shows a lot lately, and I've been seeing um, Inch Seventy Five especially, and now recently, like with like the tribute um, stuff, where there are at least two insanely good well drawing bands on a bill that are not thinking oh well the money is going to be less for everybody they're thinking we want to put on a cool show mm-hmm. and we want to provide a product that people can come out and go this is dope and i think that's the way whether it's an original band or whether it's slap and tickle and the pork tomatoes on the same bill like let's do it i mean it, it needs to be it needs to be a better product to keep bringing people out to shows don't you think
1: well i think that's the big picture way to look at it yeah um like last week we had you know,
0: two weeks ago, t-
1: was it two weeks ago? You've had
0: an insane lineup of shows the last. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, we've man. been hitting
1: them. Um, who'd we have with? So so the Fresh Fresh two fighters. Fridays ago Fresh was uh, yeah. Rock and Freaking Potamus. Rock and Freaking Potamus. Red Hot
0: Chili Peppers tribute band into right. Fresh Fighters Foo Fri- Fighters tribute band. Yeah,
1: I had no memories of that because uh, Rock and Freakin' Potamus well, <laughs> tore my face off. <laughs> they did. Yeah. They were and so that was, good, and
0: that was the opening band yep. leading up to then. Fresh Fighters, which even more destroyed people. Yeah, spaces. shout out to like, Jake
1: Cody for being a double dick double dipping double dick and <laughs> both both shots at night. Jake
0: Cody's a double dicker is what he is. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but but that was that was incredible because here I am going, both bands got to play their best of their best material, mm-hmm. play in front of more people, mm-hmm. and like create a better atmosphere. For, well, and now for when for those the bands
1: go their separate ways, they get to return that favor yeah. to somebody else. And if somebody else will step up to the plate And do what Rock and Freakopotamus did and just crush it. I mean, that would, I don't know too many other bands that could have followed them. And then you've got Fresh Fighters who comes up. Playing and just, and just all burned what rest of the what, what was yeah. left of the place to the ground. What was, it was amazing. Did you get
0: any of you guys go to uh Chili Peppers Foo Fighters in 1999 at Carver-Hawkeye Arena?
1: I've got so many great stories about that, that day. Oh
0: yeah, me too. I think we've talked about this, but that was unbelievable. Foo Fighters opened up for Chili Peppers.
1: Yeah, and, and totally I outplayed thought, them. And I
0: thought Foo Fighters probably outplayed them. I did too. I did too. <laughs> Oh man, that was that was 1999, huh? Yep. Almost 20 years ago. Yeah, all that right. was
1: in my. Uh, I'm following everybody and going to every show. Phase of my life. Wasn't that
0: also when they said it'd be a good idea to put chairs on the floor for general? That admission? did not go well. <laughs> and they took all the chairs and just one by one just passed them to the back of. No, the... No, they were throwing them.
1: It looked like Jiffy Pop. They were <laughs> just flying in chairs. The air. Were just <laughs> flying it looked like a WWF there. match. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that that's going to be a tough one. That I think I ho- I'm hoping. I think we're kind of proposing questions too, just to everybody that's listening. Like, let, hey, start thinking about these things. I challenge all the bands out there to either try to find another band that you could maybe request, like we've been saying. If you're an original band that you think might fit really well, if you're if you're a hardcore screamo heavy metal band, maybe getting on the Pork Tornadoes opening spot is probably not the right spot. But like finding finding something that you think might work. Reaching out to those bands and saying, "Hey, man, if you got any shows, think about us." You know, because like Kurt, I think also said, we're not gonna go out necessarily and try to find you and say you would be perfect, unless we know you. But but for for those younger, up and coming bands, reach out to the bigger bands. I mean, we're trying to create a community. Yeah. And for the bigger bands, maybe start thinking: Go, man, I was out at that show last time, and that band was kick ass. Let's put them on the bill. Mm-hmm. We got this one show where we're really gonna need some help.
1: Right, and it's not like those bands that we're talking about can't do a 901 no. either. So like they, <laughs> they do they're, them they're, but
0: they s- suck.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a lot of work. God. But they're used to doing that, and by them making room for you is is a sign of respect.
0: Yeah. And I know we touched on that too with like the compensation thing, and I think the bottom line of all the compensations for opening bands is that let's try to pay everybody. Like even if it's a little bit, it can still go a long way. They're, they're if you're if you're creating these successful shows like we're talking about, then like the bar is going to be happy and the bar is going to be making more money and they're going to be willing to chip in a little bit more money and oh yeah it's it's always fun to pay
3: people
1: when you've got a big pile of it
0: yeah when you've got a big pile it's like here have some of this yeah yeah well that that almost leads me into something that i think a lot of people don't understand is how does it work if you're owning a venue and you're going to pay bands like like you just have this magical pile of cash where you can just be like, every band gets six hundred bucks. Here you go, right? Yeah, that's
2: how it works. That's that's Isn't that my generally how it works. Right? That's just you get free money. They just is that away. what credit cards are? Yeah, like yeah. You just charge money. it,
1: free money. It's <laughs>
2: exactly what it is. There's, I've
1: got a money tree and back on the deck Right, right. And then like gold bricks just stashed under the place. Yeah.
0: And K-O, I'll be I'll be honest with you. Even when we first started in this town and we weren't a huge draw. Like I can admit that I was going, hey, I play in these other bands and we get this amount of money and we should, you should automatically be giving us this money. I will, I will admit that, hundred percent. I'm just thinking, you you pay these bands this, so pay me this. But the the older I get and the more I've been in the scene, I'm realizing that it, it it shouldn't just be a participation ribbon for everybody. Like this is the set fee that everyone should make. I I don't think there should be a. This is what we generally pay bands. I think it's got to be what the band's providing to you.
1: Well, and. There's a lot of different ways to look at that, you know. From the band's perspective, they've worked their ass off all night long, and they see people in the crowd. They see a lot of people in the crowd. They don't really understand, every you know, what every single person is spending. So, like, you might see a, a ten people standing there. Well, maybe they stayed for one drink. Maybe five of them didn't have a drink. The thing that is different for tailgaters is that we don't have anything else to fall back on. We sell drinks. That's it. There's no food. There's no, no food. Co- yeah, rarely right. cover. Rarely cover. So I'm always reaching into the register to pay bands. And like I said, when there's a big pile of money at the end of the night, it's something I love to do. It's a beautiful thing. When I'm reaching into yesterday's deposit to pay a band, it, it, that's, and I'm paying you in $5 bills because it didn't go well, that's when it gets tough because the only person... I deal in guarantees. Most bands don't play without one. So going, knowing that going in, the only person guaranteed to make money... Is the band? Is the band? Guaranteed. Whether they promoted well, didn't do anything. Doesn't matter. They Whether know what they're got, walking away with. Yeah, yeah. And I have no idea.
0: That that's tough. Because, and, and, but I will give you a huge round of applause. If I wasn't holding this beer, I would clap for you. But, thank, yeah, there we go. There Background. We go. Thank Sound you. Sound effect. You. Claps. Yeah. Is because. We've all played shows where they've guaranteed you money, and then they go, well, it didn't turn out as good as we thought. I mean, we got stiffed in Dubuque one time. I've never done that. Yeah, yeah, we got stiffed in Dubuque one time. It was like, tell you what, we'll bring you back again, and if it goes well, then we'll, we'll, we'll make up for that first time we stiffed you. It's like, no, see oh, those, you later. I'll never come for back opportunity. here the again. Wow, Thank you. you're amazing. Wow. Yeah. So for you to at least go, I'm going to take a chance on you. I'm going to pay this money. And I, I don't know of anyone in town that has ever – any of the venues that have, has ever stiffed anybody, I haven't heard any stories about that. But
1: I know I know of a few, and I'm not going to name names who have uh, pulled money back at the end of the night mm-hmm. for this or that. And I'm sure they thought they had their reasons. Um, it's I'm almost just, kind just...
0: of you're right if if you think about it. Like, because well, I mean, again, you're the one kind of taking the risk. But I'm glad you don't, and I'm glad that there is that kind of honor system there. But
1: it's just really easy to. It's 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 easy to get it. I, I would think it would get, be easy to get into that habit. Like, if I had a bad show, and we've had plenty of them, and say I guaranteed slap and tickle 5000
0: 5000 yeah. Because 5, that's the going rate right now. 5000 for slap and, slap and tickle. Slap and
1: tickle. <laughs> so let's say I guaranteed them 5000 and the bar just does jack shit. Say it's the weather. Say yeah, whatever.
0: It's Shitty stuff. Whatever. Uh, Pork Tees is playing next door. <laughs> right. Or they they, yeah, piggy- back, ba- they played Friday night and then piggybacked
1: <laughs> me on Saturday. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um so there's a lot of things that factor into that, but at the end of the day, I guaranteed you this. Now, because I don't think you held up your end of the bargain, it might play into the next price, or it might It's definitely going to play into whether or not I bring you back. Right, right. And I've never, ever once had a band come up to me and say, man, we did not do well. I feel bad taking your money.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And I've wow. thousands of shows. There's something
0: to be said about not that. Not
1: once. That's never happened once. Um. And there's been times when I've thought people, if they want to pay for me, should come up with a ski mask and a pistol. <laughs> like, I mean, there's been times when you can't get your girlfriends to show up to the show, you know, just zero promotion, shit band. And it's like, hey, man,
0: hey. Hey, so what you got for little, me? We're going to also we're gonna need you to wipe our tab if yeah, that's cool. Yeah, can you take care of that too? Nah, right. I'm guilty. Got of a flat that. tire out in the lot. I'm guilty of that, Kale. Yeah. Sorry. You've wiped our tab many a time. <laughs> it's because you're too drunk to exchange money with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so sticking on the on the compensation, like, I mean, do you do you think that there's a difference in AJ? Maybe you know about this, too. Is there a difference um, between like a four band uh, original band bill and a, and a just a one band cover band bill? Are we trying to keep pay payment around the same? I do. Yeah. Be, well, because for, for a lot of different reasons. Um, For
1: starters, most original bands don't provide PA. And as you know, we don't yeah. have it. So if I, I want, I don't some... think there's any
0: venues in town right. really that have any. Well, and I've got horror
1: stories about that too. Right. <laughs> but if you want a good sound tech and you want good lights, you know, that has to come out of the budget of the show somewhere. But I always make sure that every band, especially like on on Friday night, I've got three bands playing. Every band's getting paid, and I'm taking care of the sound guy. So, am I at risk? Yeah. But at the same time, too, these bands are promoting well, right? And I'm probably going to get three different crowds. So there's a, I always believe that there's more upside to booking more bands per night. because mm-hmm. There's just just more
0: reason to just come through the door. And it almost goes back to our, like, why not put two really big bands together on two really big cover bands on a bill? I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's a guaranteed... I mean, that Fresh Fighters Rockin' Freakin' Potamus show was crazy packed. Like, insane packed.
1: Well, I mean, think about it like this. Um, when you guys were rolling with the Pork Tornadoes and you're just a three-piece, and you're gonna do a nine-to-one. Three sets of friends, one set of fans. When I've got a three-band lineup on Friday night. I've got 15 that's true. musicians, 15 sets of friends. All doing
0: their own promotion. and
1: th- three, gr- three groups of fans. So mathematically, it should be there. So do you charge cover when
0: you have original bands?
1: Um, I have. I mean, more than once. And even when I charge cover, I always back end it with a guarantee. Right. Um, Here's a
0: minimum we'll throw you, but...
1: Right. And that's usually just so, again, that I don't have to reach in the register for every penny that comes through. Now, I've done a lot of shows where that's still the case, where Welcome to Cedar Rapids, people walk up and they're like, man, you want five bucks to see three killer bands? Fuck you. Yeah, and they're like... Well, yeah.
0: Right. That well. So, but AJ, I mean, the last, let's go, let's just go back the last ten shows you've been on with original bands. Like, yep. has there always been a cover charge for the most part?
2: For the most part, just about. I mean, unless it's uh, at Tailgaters, right? You know. So uh, what?
0: It's an original music thing. Yeah, I kind of always expect to pay. I paid. I paid twelve dollars to go see Half Loves the other day at Groundswell. Yeah. On a yeah. Yeah. You were with yeah, me, AJ. Yep, yeah. Yep. And it was, and I was halfway, like surprised. I was surprised for two things. Like, oh wow, twelve dollars. Like I. Thought it would have been five. That's that's yep, cool. Yep. And and then secondly, like there were seventy people in there. And this there little, was a good crowd inside. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So people are like, oh, no problem. When yeah. we play Des Moines, people don't blink at no. 15 dollars. No. Well, it they makes you stay. Blink.
1: It's an investment. Yeah. People people camp,
0: so which is great. But but why can't we do cover charge in Cedar Rapids? You want me to tell a story or? Well, I, I have a thought. Yes, I would love <laughs> okay, your story. There's ahead, one, one story.
3: Thought. Uh, actually
0: i just have st- i have things to say i don't have a story though there's one story of why we don't have cover charge i don't know if there's one story it, was but it I, the old chrome horse i when think you were there? i
1: think we did a good job of submarining it
0: i think okay so let's let's rewind to 2006 That's um your- cocktails and company in marion was a guaranteed five dollar cover every, every and show. people showed up like crazy mm-hmm. um chrome horse was not there or was Chrome Horse there? We let, let's, Chrome let's say 2004. Okay. We opened okay. Chrome. So, was Chrome Horse at one point a cover charge? Yes. For downstairs? Yes. Uh, what about, And Tailgators was non existent. So, that was not a live music club. That was uh, like thir- yeah. three bag or they whatever. Weren't,
1: I don't believe they were doing what we're doing. What was Muddy
0: Waters? Was that a cover no matter what?
1: Uh, upstairs was. That was the duality of Muddy's. Oh. It was downstairs, you had the restaurant and the fun bar. Upstairs, it was just five so bucks. So, now it kind of makes that.
0: sense. So, did, let me interject here at Chrome Horse, did you basically say, it was too hard to all of a sudden charge cover to people that were there eating food. That's was exactly, that the problem? Yes, it God. was. It was
1: the worst. Like we would have people because it just turned into how a giant you, scam. How do you do that? That's, well, like, what happened was people found out that like we weren't charging cover Up until nine
0: o'clock, so they would show up at eight forty-five. Hey, and,
1: we want a table. We're going to eat food, and, and then, they, then they, like they're at one thirty, they're getting taken shit. out of there with no wristband because <laughs> they're wasted. I'm like, man.
0: So an implementation me. of cover charge still seems impossible to me. Now that I think about it, because other than a tailgaters, you still have places that serve food. Like we're talking a Chrome Horse, we're talking CRL CRL rumors. How do you get around that?
1: That's. That's not on me anymore. I don't. Have to, I got my dirty little rock club. I don't have to figure but that out. But
0: you now can't just go start changing cover because that's going to kill you, wouldn't you say? Because nobody else does. Everyone it. has to do this. Right. And Cocktails was the one that like like was going, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I can't blame them. Trust and so me. much props to them. But eventually they caved too, I think, for the most part. And they, they almost had to. So now that we've established that cover charge will never happen in Cedar Rapids... Right, did we just establish that? Well, until there's how how does a place like uh, I've got
1: cover on I'm trying to think the last weekend of March, both nights. So,
0: okay, so what original acts, no tribute acts,
1: really, but they're just a reach for me financially, so I don't need to make oh, so they're coming from out of
0: town and they're saying, Well, I'm gonna need this,
1: yes. Um, and it's uh, like I said, it's just a reach for me financially to on the guarantee end. So I'm hoping to make you know most of it back to cover the expense. So do you think
0: if there was no cover, 300 people would be in the door, but since you're going to have cover, do you think it'll be 150 people?
1: No, because these bands... Okay. Uh, well, one of them is the uh, the Ramones tribute, right. Shock Treatment. Right, which they're cool, they're right? They're so cool. And then the next night we've got... Or I'm sorry. I flipped the flop. I got Shock Treatment on a Saturday. And then the uh, the best tran- terror tribute band in the right. world, Black Tooth Grin, on Friday night. And Aren't if you don't, don't have five bucks from around back, here, though? I don't
0: want you. Isn't Black Tooth Grin from around here? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're, yeah they're, all of they're them just, from right here. They're just the jam.
0: There's so much the jam that we're going to charge cover.
1: There's so much the jam that I, I won't even be working. I take the night off just to go
0: down there and shotgun <laughs> no beers. There's no staff. No. It's I, just cover I, charge coming no. for your own drinks. <laughs> yep. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> okay, so if if other than special events if we can't just implement a straight cover charge which i think we should but this is going to take months and months of meetings between venues and bar owners and so if we can't implement that right away what about the whole tip line for the entertainment have you seen those posts going around oh i've seen i've I don't, are I've they fake it. are they real no 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 i've done okay, it i've done, done it like in chicago
1: um i saw not a surf in a little club oh, on like a sunday a night a couple years ago uh, somewhere in Wicker Park I was fucking smoked. You can date
0: him again.
1: Right? <laughs> so, yeah, they didn't not didn't play too many deep cuts from not a surf, but they
0: they ended with popular probably. Probably. Yeah.
1: So, at the end of the night, I get my insanely <laughs> expensive tab cuz I've been drinking in Chicago all night. And there's two tip lines. One of them is for the uh the bar the, staff, for the bar staff, and the other one's for the uh, for the uh entertainment. And the only problem that I see
0: is it tax stuff.
1: Is the tax?
0: Yeah. So what if it's a so so what do you pay, what do you pay tax income tax then as a bar owner is it what is it a seven percent that's like a state tax or something yeah. like that yeah so what if that comes out of it
1: uh well, I'd have to look I'd have to look then there's the math percentage. involved yeah. and that gets really weird I can't imagine I can't what I, what if it
0: was even what if it was even so to combat that what if there was a flat rate guarantee which all of a sudden becomes less now you're not on the hook for six hundred bucks you're on the hook for two hundred dollars right makes it easier for you. To to have a good night, then let's say four hundred dollars comes through the tip line, and, and you just agree that we're gonna keep fifteen percent of this, just because there are logistical things behind this. This is a pre-agreed thing that no matter what comes through, that we're keeping fifteen percent of it.
1: You know, that'd be something I would definitely look into and consider. Just from uh, I think it, it would it could possibly generate more revenue for everybody. It's less mm-hmm. that we got to pull out. It's
0: more opportunity is there for there the band for promotions of- now. Maybe you know, maybe like- you
1: do. But then there's that. Do you want to be I shouldn't say do you want to be. We've all seen that band that begs for drinks and begs for tips and I mean, Why are you looking at me? I'm, I'm not just saying Looking this. at you. Prick.
0: <laughs> we're, st- we're sitting in a <laughs> circle. Yeah. got to look somewhere. <laughs>
1: but no, I mean we all know that band who who will do that. We all know that blues that old blues guy that'll put out a tip jar and remind yeah. you almost on the hook of every song. Right. Hey, rattle well, Right. How the many can. times have
0: you wanted to give somebody a tip but you just didn't want to walk up there? Okay, true story. Right?
1: One time I walked down to Piano Lounge back in the day and I'm hammered piano drunk lounge. and I'm that like, hey. That is penguins
0: for all you young kids out it there. It is, yeah, sorry. This is, yeah.
1: So I walk into Piano Lounge and I'm fucking hammered drunk and I walk up and I was like, play me you know, piano man. Piano man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't heard that a million times? Yeah. And then, like, I just reached in my pocket where I know I've got like my change left from playing cover oh, no. and slammed like three bucks in there. <laughs> so I walk up to the bar to get a drink and I reach into my pocket and there's that three bucks. I'm like, fuck me. And I reached in my other pocket that had like
0: a hundred, a couple hundred <laughs> in it and it
1: was now in the tip jar and the prick didn't play my song. And he still didn't play his song. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah the, the the tip jar is like a we're making eye contact and you're right. seeing me put money in here. Right. Yeah. You better do what I say. But like the the entertainment lines for people that like it, I, I'm i a sucker, like I tip really well anyway. It's so the appreciation of can it. Can you imagine like had I gone to the for instance, because is the last show I went to was the Fresh Fighters rocking freaking Potamus like. I tipped bar staff well that mm-hmm. night. I can only imagine what was going to go down for the entertainment line just because I I know what it's like. I want to yeah. give them money.
1: I thought about that in the scenario of the show you played that I saw you in last, the Josh's show
0: downtown. Yeah. Um, help me out. What was that at? So it was the Opus uh, Theater. Or, sorry, Opus Cafe right next to the Paramount Theater. There's a, a series that they're doing with like local artists. and Great show. Yeah, the first Tuesday after the first Friday of every month. It was some weird Thing. that's a weird we'll, we'll put a link up about yeah, that love
1: that <laughs> um but honestly in a setting like that when i've run a tab and i've had a couple cocktails mm-hmm. and i've just really had a great time and there's no merch to buy right like that's another thing too is like i will always buy merch if i always. hate your fucking man i will buy your You're, t-shirt, give me a t-shirt. Yeah.
0: i need a car wash rag yeah I go whatever home, you know? i will
1: buy your stupid sticker if and and i love it like, I support music. So is that band. what
0: original bands do way better than cover bands? Absolutely. Other than writing music, because they're writing music and cover bands aren't. But, <laughs> I mean, how, how many how many bands have you ever played with that didn't have merchandise as an original band? It's almost like you get your merchandise before you write music. It's <laughs> few know? and
2: far between. I mean, we, like, our band, Friendly Fire On, is like, we don't, we're out there writing our songs yeah. and playing them for fun. Yeah. And then we just enjoy playing it on stage and having fun with the crowd. And you see us, we just goof off the whole time. Totally. We're probably one of the only bands that doesn't have a lick of merch. <laughs> Look at that! I'm, I'm,
0: I'm looking for the, the original guy to give me some info yeah. on merch.
2: Yeah, and so but, now, but you're that like you're saying said, that's the only. You're it's like the, the only, only, only one. band. Like we're the only like exception to this. Well, it's a great money maker
1: for bands. who- It is. I mean, chances are. I mean, who doesn't want a fifteen dollar t shirt of a band that. Somebody's gonna come up and ask you who they are. And it gives you the opportunity to say, oh man.
0: It's it's so hard to to spend, oh man, we're gonna spend a thousand bucks right now. But that is literally a double your oh, investment. Man. Like it, you easily... spend a thousand dollars, you're going to make do you know yeah. that koozies Dude, people koozies are stupid. You guys, rich. <laughs> I've never used a koozie in my life. I've bought four thousand yeah. of them. Oh, yeah. They are five dollars, like for, no matter what, for a koozie, and they cost a dollar a koozie. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's with a good logo, like yeah, five you, colored you logo. If thousand right. yeah. koozies, yeah. this yeah. will cost
0: you thousand dollars, and you will make five thousand dollars. <laughs> the best, it's the, unreal. The best merch grab I ever saw was a band back
1: <laughs> in the day. I can't remember what they were, what they Mouse were called. Mouse pads, frisbees. Because it doubles Good as a plate, ones,
0: like hundred eighty gram.
1: Uh, I don't remember the exact oh, they, weight. The shit,
0: ones, yeah. But
1: like that was their brag. Was like, look, dude, you can clean your weed. Back when you had to clean. Oh weed. right. <laughs> and uh, and eat like it's a triple play. It's your frisbee. It's your plate. You can clean your weed.
0: Oh man, I think I think merch is a big thing that everybody could could. I mean, there's merch so many huge. great merch companies in town too. Yeah. I mean, would you like to make a little plug here? I'll make
2: a plug. Wolf yeah. Den Wears, yeah.
0: Wolf Den Wears, yeah. they'll they'll make some stuff up for Absolutely. you. They got great clothes already.
2: Well, we've done a, I've done a rant about this before uh, on a previous podcast about about merch and everything, and uh, more or less how bands can. Triple, double, triple down on their shirts, and like you have bands that they're like, "Oh, I need this like super dope six color design," and then they toss it on this crummy Gildan five thousand shirt, junk shirt, and And after three washes, it's like up to my belly button. (laughs) There's sleeves, and like it's all crispy. I'm like, what is this? It's like get a soft shirt and do a cool one color design. You just cut your Dude, costs in total. half. Shout out to Illegal
1: Smile for dope shirts like that. Nice. Yes.
2: see, yeah, and it's like, and you can, and bands you can sell them for. You can Guilden get it for style, five man. bucks. You can sell it for fifteen to twenty. Yeah. I guarantee you. It's especially if it's.
0: I, I won't buy. I'll walk up and I'll feel the shirt before I feel like, oh, the, oh, the shirt too. first. Because if it's hundred percent cotton, cheapest, I'm not. No. I'm not wearing it. No
2: man, you can get. You can get a D, de- and you know what? It Actually, can I'm a be, sucker, I'll probably still buy it. <laughs> yeah, it can be a hundred percent cotton but it could be like ring spun right, right, like exactly, nice right. like they're yep. you know soft style shirt soft style that you exactly. can get away with and still do that and i mean th- like i wear that all the time yeah and i i push that for bands i tell bands when they come to me listen like, spend an extra 50 cents oh, a shirt please we, we just want we just want these shirts it's like no this is what i use like right. you're going to appreciate just please like let yeah. me do this for you one time if you don't I'll, next time if you really don't like them yeah i'll do whatever you want but yeah.
0: And maybe maybe we'll we'll put up a link here in the group to just go here's the four, five, six screen printing places in town. Yeah. Here's some graphic designers. I mean just mm-hmm. just do it. And like we talked yeah. the other day, it's really easy to oh, just yeah. download Photoshop and like make a cool logo. Yeah. I mean it's pretty easy. Well, it's, and honestly, yeah. when
1: it comes to something like that, there's a lot of talented people there's around here so that just, many just t- do, oh, do that, gosh. Let the painters paint,
0: man. We're talking say hey, about man, arts. I, yeah, I don't really handle that shit. Here, have it. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Well, and one more thing back yeah. on the uh the tip line thing. I think That'll lead into the next topic here. If if a band is not is guaranteed two hundred dollars instead of six hundred, but they know the more people that come to that show, the more they're going to make money. This is the ultimate goal here. Is there's no more lazy promotion right. here. There's like back in the old days, like I'm I got an email list and I'm texting all my friends and I'm going, you gotta come, you gotta come, you gotta come.
1: Flyers everywhere, flyers everywhere, and, everywhere. and that
0: that leads into promotion which I'd love to talk to you about because I think, I think it's, it's, it's not intentional, but I think it's been easy to, to become very um, lazy with promotion nowadays because it's Facebook. You just put an event uh. on Facebook and everything's great. Yeah, Everybody will see it, but it's not that way.
1: No, and I think that leads into um, back to what we were saying earlier about the protection of the venue. When you already know what you're going to get paid, it's like when people say to me, well, if you ever heard of this, well, I'll work harder if you pay me more. You know, it's just a bad attitude to have.
0: Is it like a commission, uh, 100% commission-based job versus a salary job?
1: Right. So yeah. when you don't have somebody, when you don't need to be paid on performance, you're not always going to perform well. Mm-hmm. And when you step out of the car knowing that you're going to go home with this amount of money tonight, it might, may or may not change your attitude. I can't speak to it from that side. I can speak to it from the other side where I'm nervous. Um. Especially if a band is a big reach for us, and I don't see it being promoted well, and I didn't get post like if I had seven hundred people through the club two weeks ago, and I don't have posters for the yeah. band that play in the
0: next it's week. The, almost the easiest way to promote. I got,
1: yeah, I got I got lines in the bathrooms. Yeah, and no posters for next week. It's yeah. the simplest thing to do. It's overlooked. It's very overlooked, it, and it's it's very underrated, yeah. and it's it's paramount to what we do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I that I look at, um, when it comes to promotion, is if you've got two gigs coming up at the same weekend, it's hard to promote that. Yep. Um, even if you played the week before in town, I mean, are you going to promote mm. your show? Two weeks out, three weeks out, four weeks out—like a lot of bands do. Yeah. Or am I just getting four days of promotion because yeah. you just played Saturday? Spend all Sunday thanking everybody for coming out all day Monday at work, and then Tuesday you're like, "Oh shit, I gotta take flyers to tailgaters." Uh, yeah. and yeah. make my event that because shit I haven't creeps done. Up. Oh man, and it hurts.
0: So, so what? What should be the general rule of thumb for at least most people to follow? I think, and I'm just I'm just pulling from from how we do it now. I mean, we know later. I mean, it, at least. At least two months in advance, a show will be announced, Mm -hmm. whether it's ticketed or not. Like that's at the minimum. If we haven't announced it yet and we're two months out, like uh uh-oh, we we messed up. And then from there, it is like pre-planned promotion from there on out. Like, this is when we're gonna hit Facebook, this is when we're gonna hit social media on Instagram, this is when we're gonna hit Snapchat, this is when posters are going up, this is when word, the email list is gonna get blasted. And it's like it's like a formula almost of this is what people are gonna expect because. Two months out, I mean, you might have something planned. You might have a Saturday, yeah. or you got, you got kids, and like you want to get a babysitter involved. You can't hear about something the, the day of and go, yeah, let's go
1: down there. No, yeah. no. So you, you've got to
0: promote the shit out of it way ahead of time. Yeah. It's and like different, think, different levels, almost, of promotion.
1: And promotion costs money. Mm-hmm. I mean, to do it correctly, to do it right where you're going to get in front of people. Two weeks ago, we had a, you know, we had a killer weekend. Every time I opened up my Facebook sponsored post, totally, this is in your face. This is in your face. You this couldn't help face. but see it. You couldn't help but see it, and it made a big difference. And it doesn't cost much money to prom- to no. post. I mean, the Facebook event is free. That, but nobody sees those. No. The, even the people that follow you
2: yeah. literally <laughs> see them. Flash in a pan. <laughs> it is like, yep. blast all my friends out. Like invite all the people, <clears throat> and then and then it's off their feed. Right, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Michael, t- how many likes you guys got on
1: Facebook, Mike?
0: Uh, Eleven thousand five hundred. I didn't really expect you to know that. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm the social media uh, guy, right? All that we've
1: stuff. got, I think we've got about half of that for Gators, or somewhere in the six thousand range.
0: So, and you get to see those reaches How many people yeah, are reaching your post? 117 people saw my
1: post. people
0: out of six thousand saw your 000. post. Yeah.
1: Now you put twenty bucks behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get to around that fifty percent point. Yep. And I'll take that for a quick twenty any bucks day. any day. You know, and I see a lot of bands afraid to put their own money in to do that. -hmm. Twenty bucks.
2: twenty bucks. It's like you guys are gonna spend that on beer, some you know, or for your practice or whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you
0: do, and and you do, you do hear a lot of people that say that the venue should also be doing some promotions too, which I I I agree and I Mm -hmm. think there should be some promotions involved, but it should be like a joint effort too. I mean, I mean, like uh, with with kale and a place like tailgaters. They're they're in the hole. They're in the hole the minute you sign that show yeah. and, and, and go we're gonna play the show. He's already in the hole. And so he's gotta see some he's gotta see some want out of the band. There's
1: gotta be some return out There has to be.
2: Because
1: yeah. I'm dragging my ass down to KRNA on seven thirty on Friday mornings and I'm pumping <laughs> your show. There's no reason for you not to be pumping your show. Come on. You know, uh, we're we're spending a lot on radio. And and we're and like I said, I'm going down to KRA and I'm doing podcasts. God, you gotta we're hang trying out with all this... James all the time. You gotta hang bro. out with James, like, you know? Mike Ferris and work a hangover off in At least you of...
0: don't have to hang out with Doug Wagner, though. You know? Oh, Dougie. <laughs> Love Dougie. <laughs> do you think uh, the poster thing? I 100% agree. If a band doesn't have a poster by a certain date, I mean, they should be fired, essentially. But. What about you guys having a monthly poster that goes up as well, just with dates?
1: So we've got that. Have you done uh, that? Yeah, we get that through our vendors. Okay, um, we get the schedule to the beer guys. Right. And they oh yeah, up. you're right. Like right on Ooh. that
0: wall, going in the bathroom. There's mm-hmm. generally the shows coming up. Yep. Kind of. There might thing.
1: be a TBA on there from like either a cancellation or something that I had to fill late. Right. Or, or uh, but yeah, typically we've we've got something up.
0: What are what are some promotion no nos that you've seen in the past? Yeah.
1: Promotion no nos. <laughs>
0: yeah, like. As a venue owner, what do you see, whether it's, like, maybe Facebook posts or posters coming in or, like, videos like that you've seen maybe some bands... You don't have to single (laughs) anybody out, but have you maybe seen anything that you've been like, that's not working? Okay, well... (laughs) That's not going to
1: work. Luckily, because I'm not the owner, I don't have to put up with all that stress that Otis does. But I can tell you, promotion no-nos. Okay. Um,
0: (laughs) Do we need to have a part two of this podcast? (laughs) I'll I'll keep
1: it short. Um, The same poster... That I see everywhere else is, is lazy. Like you'll see the same poster at four different bars. Just, I mean, it's so easy to walk by. It just looks like a Bud Light sign. Right. You know, when, when bands like this weekend, three original bands, killer flyer, big flyer, you can't, can't avoid it. When you walk by the same eight and a half by 11 and half of it's blank because it's got Tailgaters nine o'clock written underneath it, it just looks like a handwritten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just looks like you just give no fucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> My other one would probably be, like I said, just late start on promotion. Like it just, at that point, it just does me no good. Like if you're going to bring posters down week of, like you bring your posters down week of. The only people that are going to see your posters are the people that are coming out next weekend. And you should be smart enough to know that.
2: Right. I have a quick question on that, actually. As far as flyers go and a venue owner, like how posters get torn down. And yeah. they get wet, they get True. shitty, like and all that stuff. How how I often hate slapping float... tickle, brah! Yeah, like, rip you know, it off. Yeah. standing in that line, or it's just going, you get... So I can
1: tell you right now I've got five extra posters for this weekend.
0: Okay. Right. Just cool. in case. Yep.
1: Yep. Just in case. Um for that reason.
0: So how many posters should bands be dropping off?
1: I always prefer like ten. Ten. Okay. Um
0: at a minimum. If you got more, go ahead, you know.
1: It gets one on every door and one in both bathrooms. Cool. And then like I said, if I see one like AJ was just saying, it's treated like shit, mm-hmm. I just replace it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, don't get me wrong. I've got a band. This is cool. And I love Scott Wilson and I love Vice Box. I booked a show with Scott like a month ago for March like late March I don't remember exactly the date he dropped off posters the next day one off posters that look like a whiskey label and they're on good stock like it yeah, just like, a, how did you did you have just these a uh, banger hoping, of a poster. <laughs> yeah. you? did
0: you have these made already
1: just a banger of a poster I was like man that's awesome very nice
0: yeah that and it's tough with the um, with any sort of promotion whether it's a poster a video uh, a, a promo picture it has to look good, like in today's day and age of just you're you're scrolling through things on Facebook, it's without even you. without even looking at. It. I mean, it literally has to make you. I I watch like my wife do it, and like she doesn't read anything. She'll just stop and reverse. Right. If mm-hmm. something kind of caught right. her eyes, she'll stop and pull back up. Well, think about it. And like, go, what this, is this?
1: If I can make my ugly ass look decent with an Instagram filter. No. It shouldn't be hard for five creative dudes <laughs> right. to make something that looks Come good. Come on, we can make There's, this eye-catching
0: are, poster.
2: Yeah, there are apps on your phone that you can easily create something that will be to scale and and will fit yeah. uh, natively on any social media platform. Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, whatever you want to do. And on your phone, and you can create that graphic with and it'll look beautiful, custom and post that up on Instagram, on Facebook and it'll look great. It's that easy, yeah. you know.
1: And so. and I don't wanna sound like I'm I don't wanna sound like I'm bitching because I'm not and I love all the bands that play tailgators, but you can see the difference and the effort from night to night on who promoted well and who didn't.
0: Yeah. And mm. it, it and maybe it's a long term thing too. You know, there's gonna be situations where another big show's going on in town or or the weather's bad or whatever, but it's it's a long it's a numbers game. It's yeah, keep doing the right thing. You're gonna bring the right people into your shows, which is beneficial for everyone. I mean,
1: well, and there's a pretty good chance that, you know, if we start doing well together, there's going to be more money in it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I remember when I first started booking <laughs> you guys, it was a handshake and a bottle of Jameson. And man, I Just hope like, this goes well. Sure
0: hope this goes right. And,
1: <laughs> you know, lucky for us, lucky, damn sure lucky for you guys, it started going really well, really fast. And we grew together. Like, you know, we'd start booking shows and be like, hey, how we do last time? But it was never like... Hey, I need this. It was like, no. how did it go last time?
0: Yeah. How are,
1: how are your numbers?
0: One, one trick of the trade that we've either learned or just adapted or whatever was any bar we've ever gone into, we've made it a point to be the nicest possible people to the staff that works at that bar. Like ex- excessive tipping at the end of the night, just multiple shout outs. Make sure you're tipping your bar staff. Make sure you're treating them well. Thank you so much for bringing this a drink to where, if an owner goes, nah, I didn't really like those guys. Guess who's going? No, you're booking those guys. That's and such they're a coming smart,
1: back. smart play. We we <laughs> did that.
0: It took us three years to get a show in Okaboji, three years like of just nonstop press. Just beat on the door, please, please. They're like, yeah, whatever. You guys have a shitty name. Stupid you're not name. coming here, idiots. <laughs> Finally, we got a friend to vouch for us, and the friend's like, this is all I could do. This bar calls us up and goes, we're giving you the shittiest weekend. Good luck. Let's see. There. How, let's I see how you do. Face. I think Gail was
2: there. You really? And yeah. and
0: literally, literally. I mean, we, we we played well, and it was a good crowd. But by no means was it just this epic crowd. It was the worst weekend of the year. It was like the weekend before Memorial Day or something. Like it's not going to be good. But we made sure to treat the staff like like kings, and basically just gave them all our money and said thank you so much. To where when they went to book again the next year, they're just looking. Booking guys looking at numbers going, well, that was kind of a shitty weekend. And the staff's like, I will quit right now if you don't bring that band back. Chris Wordwood will tell you um, when
1: Inch 75
0: first got together and they were playing. This is a while back too, This right? is probably 10 or 12. Because this probably, is a reboot of Inch 75. Yeah, that's the latest there, right? incarnation
1: is a reboot. I think it's, this might be close to 15 years ago at this point. Because I have to realize that it's 2018. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I will vouch for this. Um, I would have people, and so would other uh, other clubs, like, hey, do you really want to work? Do you want the night off? Because I would gladly work for you because, you know... You know, this and this is coming up. And then you look at the schedule, it's like, well, N75's playing. Of course you want to work, you know, because it's just going to be a banger of night. Yeah, when overnight. a staff yeah.
0: wants to work, that yeah. is really important. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's, <laughs> and it's not because, and at that point, it wasn't because the band was just throwing you cash and throwing you shout outs. It's just because. There's going to be people there. There's just going to be a ton yeah. of people there. And, there. and there are people that are coming to have a good time and probably drink their faces off. You know, there, we all know that band here in town who people just show up and drink pop. Yeah. You know? They're out there. Um, but when you've got it, You know, I always tell people, when I always book pork tornadoes back in the day when they would play in clubs, if you want to see 200 people drink like 500 people (laughs) and just be scared for your life behind the bar (laughs) all night long... Hire the pork tornadoes. I think I put that in your press kit.
0: Uh, I think that was... it. Yeah, we needed a <laughs> testimonial. And oh, I man. And, like, I, I, remember, I remember over.
1: writing it to start to sweat because I was just having like these horrible memories of people Flight just... like PTSD. I'm fucking thirsty. <laughs> and, yeah, and
0: then and then like at four in the morning, you've gotten done counting your tips, and you're like, oh, yeah. wow, okay, that was awesome.
1: Yeah, I just made my uh, truck payment, insurance payment for that. Yeah. In like eight hours.
0: And that's super important, and that's what people need to understand is that when a bar is making money and staff is making money, that's when... You're going to succeed at getting these shows and getting paid more money. You know, exactly, I, and a lot of that
1: comes with the buzz and the promotion. Yeah, think we're going back to here. I mean, those yeah. those things don't happen overnight. That was really organic with you guys, yeah. and it's really organic with a lot of other bands. And you got to you got to stay hungry. You just have to. You have to.
0: There was a. I heard a quote today, which I, I. It's amazing. Like I, I say this all the time, but I didn't know it was an actual quote. I mean, I say it roughly like this, but. Tupac said you either evolve or you disappear Mm -hmm. like straight up Tupac said that. And I've been saying that forever. Like once you get five different times, pork teas could have gotten to appointment. Like we made it, we're doing it. We, we finally made it and then we played uptown and then we, yeah, we finally made it to uptown and Oh great. But the minute we would have said, okay, cool. We're good. We, we reached a point. We're down. We're down again. Because there's no such thing as flatlining in any business, in any life aspect, especially music.
3: Yeah.
1: If you're
0: not like evolving and getting better, you're getting worse. Yeah. Well, but
1: you guys stayed with it with the promotion on, like, even the the production videos, <coughs> things like that. There's nothing to say that other bands couldn't be doing what you guys are doing that way. I would love to see a, a, a highly produced video of Slap and Tickle. Mm-hmm. I would love to see highly produced videos of I Atomic and other bands here in town that just who i just love you know you know and
0: just for reference uh one of our first videos that we did was full-blown track-by-track audio of a live recording and a 17 camera operation of nightfall in the river in des moines two years ago it cost us like three grand we made a thousand that night (laughs) and but we paid three thousand dollars to this company to do this which like most people are immediately going to say no done not doing it best investment you ever made it was the best investment we ever made because now we have a forty thousand view facebook page uh, our sorry youtube video that people go oh we've never heard of you let me let me check you out and then they go see it and they go oh holy shit okay that's amazing well, well i can tell
1: it. you when undisclosed was hot yeah and were in and when they were still uh i don't remember when this would have been like 2012 2013 in there yeah we were shooting videos for them and tailgaters just at shows yeah and it was. It wasn't anywhere near the three thousand dollars production we're talking about. But still,
0: now. it's it's a scaled thing. I mean, like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, it gets you in front just of people who didn't money. make it to
1: the show. It gets you in front of other eyes, other sets of eyes, and people who. Well, that sucked. Or, oh, man, man, that's I love that. Yeah. And, and either way, like, you just need to be seen. Let people make the decision, but let them see you.
0: Well, doesn't this lead to like press kits? You know, let's say a band wants to get in with you, Kale, and they go, "Here's our electronic press kit. Here's our promo video." How, what do you give it? 30 seconds, maybe? It just depends. Um,
1: first thing you look at, and this sounds so dumb
0: <laughs> logos and photos, um, and Facebook likes. do You look say at that, name. Like, okay, just a straight up name. Get, like, can I market this name? Like, I gotta, is I gotta, that why it took so long for us to get a show? Pork tornad does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I uh, I get a lot, most of the press kits I get are from traveling bands, and most of them are poorly, poorly done, right? And they want a ton of money, and then it's just like. I don't even want to go negotiate with somebody who wants somebody that I've never heard of who wants an exorbitant amount for forty-five minutes of our time. Wants hotels. Yeah, yeah you know, this is going to happen. Well, I mean, it can happen if, but like, if I don't, it's hard if if, I, if you're not big in the market. Like, you can't come to me and say, "Hey, well, we're huge down south." Okay. You know, okay, that's great down south. Yeah. If I can't sell two hundred tickets at twenty bucks a piece. For 45 minutes. This
0: still is not even close to being right. with it. Yeah, there's
1: no way. Like, I'm walking home. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> I lost my house tonight. <laughs> yeah, this was
1: fun. I can't wait to tell the wife about this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's the first thing you're looking at as a venue owner. You're just looking at a name. Do you have any recognition of this band? Have you heard of them? Do they, what are they asking for? Maybe if they're coming at you with a quote right off the bat. Well, Otis, a lot of the,
1: uh, because I've only been there five years, and Otis as the as the proprietor still gets the majority of the out of town booking inquiries right. because they're filtered through him through our website. Yeah, right. People actually do still check out websites. It's not all Facebook really. Anymore, which is actually kinda shocking. Wow. Websites. Yeah. yeah, right? Still like tailgaters.net or whatever you know whatever thought you were dot .org. Uh, .org, dot yeah. .edu, <laughs> forward slash edu. Yeah. .gov,
3: dot .gov. That would be,
1: that's where <laughs> the money's at. That would be good <laughs> right there. That would be a banger. No, but um, so Otis luckily filters a lot of those for me. Um, And the, I, he receives a lot. Of, I, I I take care of all the local stuff and most of the regional stuff. But, like, when we do our big stuff outside, like we did that uh, – what was the name of that sublime – Oh yeah, outside.
0: yep. Mm. Them, yeah. The 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 guitar player and or the bass player and the drummer, not,
1: not currently not in the band. But with once, Rome, but one oh, time no, in the band. Long
0: Beach Dub All Stars. No, it wasn't.
1: No, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Long story short, um, like the bigger negotiations because it's his money. Like at the end of the day, like he just trusts me way more than right. one person should with their future. <laughs> but we're doing well, so like, well, he you're in tune. You're in tune with your, well, it's your... my job? Yeah, that's it's your my job. passion. Yeah. So. He knows that I'm going to take care of him on that end, but like when it comes to the press kits, back to the press kits. I apologize, we're digressing. (laughs) Um, a good reel, like it's a tough one. Like Lords of the Trident, awesome, amazing band. It's like flaming swords and just it's like bad vaudeville and (laughs) and good live action role play on stage, and like there's just this amazing metal band. But the first time they sent me a, a. they're real. The first time they sent me a link to YouTube, it had like 95 views. And I'm like, man, do I really want to do this? Like that's, I love the name. That's important. Right. But the logo <laughs> was just so ridiculous. It was like a flaming unicorn with like no, it was, it was just like so. I sick. at
0: least need to look further right. into this. Like
1: <laughs> that creativity, like I would buy that fucking t shirt. So that creativity alone At
0: least said maybe we're onto something. I'm pressing play. Okay.
1: And then like it just immediately shoots into this like halfway produced but amazing music video. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I got to have these guys. Like if we can reach an agreement, right. And, I've then, and have then, these it's,
0: guys. then it's logistics. It's what right. do we do? I do. I think, and I'll, I've gotten that way. Maybe it's just the now, now, now of today's world and the scrolling through Facebook that I, I won't, sometimes won't even listen. This is, let's say your band puts out a promo video and it's on Facebook. That video will start playing automatically with no sound. Mm-hmm. I will look at that for like 1.2 seconds to see what the quality of the video is. And then if the quality is good enough, I will turn on the sound. And if the sound is, is, well, I'll give that another two seconds. And if the sound's good, then I will keep watching. But, like, those are super huge important aspects of you can't just have a guy with an iPhone get out there and just record your your last show and put a video out and go, this is our promo video. I mean, you can't. No. You've got to pay money for a good board recording and a good couple good cameras. And then you got to make sure it looks cool from there. What if there's nobody in the crowd? Yep. Yeah.
1: And and I think there's just a and I don't know if Cedar Rapids house bands are ready for this, you know. Um, there's a lot of bands that just are happy playing in town a couple times True. a month and just don't have any interest in that. But there's a lot of other bands that would and probably should get out of town a little more. And those things, those tips will be advantageous to them. Like huge. Hey guys, this is where we're growing. This is where we've gotten better. Here's our set list. That's yeah. another thing. Set too. lists are huge. Like if you're yes, yeah, but if you're a cover band. Let me know what you're playing. Yeah, you know, because don't just I...
0: say don't just say we're the we're the we do classic rock or right. whatever. Like like don't just say that. Like tell me what you play. I want right. to see your set list. Mm-hmm.
1: And if you're and if you're playing classic rock, um, which a lot I get a lot of I get a lot of press kits from classic rock bands, and it's always on a CD. It's always the set list, and it's always the same 25, 30 songs. Right. It's, I mean, it's just it's just standard. You, would you
0: prefer that CDs don't even exist anymore? The CDs just...
1: are fine because they're great for leveling tables, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> short leg of the couch kind of thing.
0: I mean, it's so easy to make a Dropbox file of a video, couple audio tracks, a set list. Oh, damn! You can do it in a and text just, and just send it over. Yeah, a t- text message exactly.
1: Um, but no, the CD doesn't bother me so much. But it's the, uh, like I said, when it, it's just. If you're the same as every other band, you know, there's a lot of bands that play the same stuff, right. and and it's usually you find that in the classic rock genre.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's 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 a lot of the same songs. Well, they're not so, making
1: any new ones. That's why it's style. called yeah, classic yeah.
0: rock. They're not making any new ones. That, <laughs> right.
1: Actually, that's really true, man. You're gonna hear Brown Eyed Girl tonight. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mustang Sally. You go, oh my god, <laughs> you're gonna hear. Mustang I, we Sally. heard a band uh, a band that did a they put out a tip jar, but it wasn't just called Tip Jar. It was a Mustang Sally jar. If and, you don't and, want to hear and it. No, no. It was, it was once this jar is completely filled, we'll play Mustang Sally. If it doesn't fill, we're not playing it. That's such a and, great and, great <laughs> and, and, it, and they said that, I forget what band it was. It was a band up in Cedar Falls. But there was one night where it went through three times. And they and they played it three times. They and they're like that. That's become. We used to play Wagon Wheel. back Oh, in the I know. Day. Like, trust me, I know. Yeah, the <laughs> ten-minute-long version that. Ten, yeah, whatever. But that is now like we don't play it anymore. No, but, you can't.
1: Well, you guys played it before. It was cool again. <laughs> like it was cool. Then it was then. Like, but
0: that would be like Wagon Wheel is the new Mustang, Sally. I think. Oh man. Kale, one one last funny question for you, and then I'll have one last serious question, then we'll wrap this up. What is the most played song by bands in your bar? Over the last five years. Oh man. <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. <sighs> like most, this, the most song player? you've heard the most by bands. Okay, you're gonna
1: you're gonna crucify me for this. Um, it's probably
0: there's probably okay can i give you three aj's brains turn yeah you i want to hear, hear aj no you can no, hear it. i, I want
2: to hear it because uh, i feel like it's gonna be like rage but you know what's not oh, you know, man, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. No, All right, i'll let you go no
1: it, it would probably be like <laughs> like i said i i uh it depends on the, it depends uh, yeah, on the you, genre it's you
0: such a wide variety right. of acts yeah. though
1: so like if i hear mustang sally one more time i'm gonna find something pretty and kill it <laughs> uh and i hate to say this but uh journey just gets close yeah. yeah, journey. journey and acdc Is oh, i oh, love yeah. that i love well, these of course, bands but
0: there's a reason why they're being played Steve they're they're insanely no, right. good dude you want to see people throw their shit in the air and run straight to the stage <laughs> oh no, man that's it but um
1: uh Margar- margaritaville
0: really people play that
1: song yeah really people play like people will play the shit out of that song
0: it's got to be. It's got to be. Wagon Wheels got to be the one of the ones I see uh, probably the most. Yes. Friends in low places. Maybe
1: heard it Saturday.
0: How about Semi Charm Life by Third Eye Blind? Or is that getting a little too okay, tough? Okay, no.
1: Here we go. Right. And this is for all my Undisclosed fans out all there. All right, here we go. Uh,
0: oh what, yes. Okay,
2: help me I got out, a song.
1: <laughs> what did they play?
2: Uh, uh, Shine. Shine. Oh yeah. My collective soul. <laughs> collective, soul. <laughs> collective soul. Nobody
1: plays that. Nobody song. played it like Undisclosed. No. Everybody else plays like a canned oh, version. Oh, they of played it.
0: like a. Like a downstroking heavy metal they just crushed kind of, right? it, oh, and man, so it just, just ruined first... me for that song. okay, i yeah. got I got a song for you, all the small things by blink one eight two. Uh,
1: I've heard it. yes, yeah, that's yeah. that's
0: quite a bit. Have you seen that meme where it's like it's a picture of a girl like losing her shit, and it says, "I don't care. I don't care who you are or where you're from, but after five cocktails, when journey comes on you're just a small town girl oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs>
1: like, like, and oh, you know God. it's it's hard to argue with that um because yeah, there's, there's a reason there's why people there's a standard yeah. yeah. uh. and <laughs> <laughs> but when you do it for a living right you know a lot of people go out couple times a month. So they're going to hear it a couple times they a month. They want
0: to hear it. Yeah, I'm they just i I'm just a jaded
1: old it. prick behind the bar that heard it like God, girl, Every Saturday good. since 2001, you know, we, yeah.
0: And maybe maybe this is maybe this is a, a thing that people should strive for, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a flash in the pan, but we've always tried to pick you throw in those couple of songs that they're guaranteed bangers, they're going to get people going. Like all the small things is the easiest no, song to play in the world. Yeah. But we still play it. Right. Because you know what, people are, if you need a, let's get going. Mm-hmm. But then we also pick those songs that are huge bangers that no one else plays. Right. Like, we had the audacity to even think about playing this song. And then and if, if you can provide, again, it's a product, if you can provide something that people are not going to see at every show. The first time I heard Flex play Got Me Wrong by Alice White. Right? Who plays that? Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. Like, you want to make but a fan? Then,
0: but then they went into songs that everybody knows sure, and loves. Sure, sure. It's, it's a it's a nice balance. Now
1: they play Pets by Porno for Pyros, and I'm like- Really? And well, like, just nail it. Yeah. So, like, wow. you want to get the old grunge guy out yeah. of me and just like <laughs> fist pump and chugging beers? You're going to bring your
0: flannel and tie it around <laughs> your waist. Right? <laughs>
1: But no, I mean, and but but that's that's the sweet spot. That's why we do what we do. It's the feeling yeah. that you get yeah. when you hear that song, and you're like, "Oh my god, these this, dudes are nailing this it." This is why I'm here. Yeah,
0: and there's songs that provide that, and there's songs that are filler. So <laughs> that, that's true, man. Well, and it all sort of ties back in together. I mean, it's uh, we all do this because we love music. Whether you like original bands, whether you like cover bands, whether you just like to be in a bar with a lot of people and drink and hear live music and. Put your ear up to the speaker and lose your hearing. Like, there's a reason why people want to go out to music. And the reason we started this group is to like continue to make sure people go out and see music. Mm-hmm. So I think, in conclusion, remembering that the venue is, it's not us versus a venue thing. No,
1: no, it's, it's, the, it's never it's been the that.
0: absolute worst. But I think there is a perspective of that. Like, some people take Man, it. Man, we, we got to get money out of these guys and we got to It's not. I mean, the venue is nice enough to be hosting live music, which is like, a death sentence almost in a place like this, you know? Yeah. So, like, we've got to treat them well. Mm-hmm. They've got you, to treat us well.
1: I could tell you from, our, from my perspective personally, I, I love what live music brings. Could we make money without it? Sure. Yeah. Um, there are nights when I probably should. Yeah. But I love, like what Lonesome Road provided on Saturday night, I'm not a big country guy. It's no big secret. The musicians that are on stage in that band are so good yep. that they make me forget that. Right. Like if my wife and I walk into a bar and Lonesome Roads playing, and I'm not a country guy, I'm not turning around because man, is he playing steel guitar and playing it that well? Right. Mm. Man, what are they? I don't know this song. Like that's another fun thing for me. I, you know, I don't want to hear the same old songs. Well,
0: it's the difference between let's say all the songs Lonesome Road played, but just by a DJ. Right, um, I'm not staying. You're not staying. No. But is it a live band? Okay, we were there on Friday night, and there was Brass Transit Authority, a, a nine-piece band yeah. with a horn section, which I would never go out of my way to be like. And they let were me killing put, it. Let me put my CD in of this of all these old tunes. You know, never. But it was a live band. I couldn't take my eyes off. Of no, it. and and it's the performance
1: aspect it's the of the performance it too. aspect of it. And that's what and that comes back to. I wouldn't say that comes back to getting people in too. If you're, if you look like four guys that just got walked out of the crowd, (laughs) right? It doesn't help. Lonesome Road, they, you know, they're all dressed sharp. They all walk up there broad shouldered, like, here we go, two, three, four, and then hit it, right? Like they, like the place was built for them, right? And I, I really respect that about the performance. There's a lot of bands in town that show up, here's, here, here you go. And there's a lot of bands in town that show up and go, here you go. Yeah. This is yeah. what you've been waiting for. Right. Right. You can't afford not to come to the show. You're gonna come see me next right. time. Just and I love that bravado.
0: Yep. And creating making sure you're getting good live videos and pictures of it for people that didn't make it. Right. To make that, oh, I really can't believe you missed it. You're gonna have to come to this next one. And make people legitimately feel like they messed out. Oh, missing it bums the show. me out so bad. I work yeah. every
1: Friday and Saturday night and it's just awesome. Shit. Like, man, man, I didn't yeah. get to go to that. But it's also a lot of fun when it's happening in your spot, too. So Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah. Well, in conclusion, I got one last question for you. Um, what do you think can be done to continue to bring more people out to live music in Cedar Rapids? This is for both of you guys. Well,
1: let's let go first. What What do I what, think?
0: What can be done to continue to make the music scene better and bring more people out? Uh,
2: this is probably kind of a... Kind of a- cliche answer i suppose but i think it's 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 what this is kind of is becoming it's the musicians supporting the other musicians and making it a point to talk about that. their That's other huge, shows man. Making it a point to talk about their other shows that are yeah. going on. It's not just my show. It's their it's all the other bands that are playing. Like I want to go see them too.
0: Have you noticed a lot of people so, seem to be liking each other's posts and yeah. sharing things and commenting on it? That's that's the first step right there. Yeah. Just showing solidarity so, and yeah. I think you're right, man.
2: Musicians have to be the ones in the forefront. If, if you want people to support music, cool, then go you can go support music. Yeah. Man. I'm gonna be there. So, you should
0: come check it out.
2: Yeah so i that's that's my big thing I think that that will show people and as more people you know they'll tell their friends like you were saying about why do you put put more bands on a bill because you have more people doing their due diligence yeah. to talk to their friends and yep. so on and so forth and that's just I think that's what a that's, that's huge just gonna man. help so
0: what you think Kel?
1: um if I could boil it down to like two things, it would be promotion and performance you can't understate what performance does for our club in particular without dinner to fall back on without all the I mean you know tailgaters it's not a real creature <laughs> it's not a creature comfort bar you know we're the dirty rock club and we love being yeah. that dirty rock club um, but our our radio voice only reaches so many people our Facebook only reaches so many people you know we need help with that and there's a lot of bands out there who are doing a much better job honestly just in the last couple of months I've just I've been seeing it you can feel it you can see it in, you can see it in attendance at the shows I love seeing other musicians at shows to me that is just a sign of respect it's totally. a sign of solidarity and it gives people ideas and when you and when musicians are with other musicians that's when projects happen organically you know did you meet everybody in your band At high V, probably (laughs) not. Nope. (laughs) Right. Um, And the other thing is. Was that a show? Right. And And the other thing, honestly, for me is performance. You've got to embrace your own art. And if you go up on stage and you stand in a phone booth and don't put on what I would consider to be your show then I believe you're doing yourself a disservice. And I'm not saying everybody's got to be jumping around acting no. like a maniac
0: like Shane Lunsford. Um, <laughs> he doesn't jump so much anymore. It's is just, he not jumping much anymore? It's more <laughs> the backwards. Well, the dreads hit the floor over. now, yeah. yeah. The dreads on the floor, hey, that's man. the move. I've
1: seen some amazing pictures of that motherfucker. <laughs> God, he can play. Yeah. But so I, I believe performance really helps in that. Like I spoke at our little meeting, Don Sedlacek is a hell of a performer. Totally. I mean, she's got on a killer outfit. Don looks like a rock star up she's there. She's our next guest, is she? I Episode mean, two. She she would be she would have been my first guest. She's she's something that this this scene needs, um, because she's the standard bearer for what I believe performance art is right now. Right. Um, you know, you've got Elizabeth von Presley yep. who puts on a hell of a performance, and I believe that that puts people in seats. That brings people in you know who wants to go see i mean if you're especially if you're going to play songs people already know and they already know what they're going to get give them something that they may not expect yeah you know keep people on the edge of their seats and, and i think you can do that with stage presence
0: you're totally right man to, for me it's product the product just has to continue to get better and better it's the only way if it's just a complacency and it's like, well, this is what we do, and this is the kind of music that we like, and this is what we want it to sound like. There is something to that. Like there you is. do want to create what you want, but also if we're trying to improve more people at the show and more pay and right. bigger crowds, you gotta think about what the crowd wants. What
1: you like doesn't isn't always reflection of what everybody else likes. And I can tell you I can tell you that from a personal standpoint. Right now in my truck, I've got everything from nineties rap, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Bruce Hornsby, like my taste change, with with the hour. Yep. But every and most people are like that. So give them something different. Yeah. You know, keep them keep the interest, stay yep. relevant. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, and I think it is. I think it's it does. It goes down to that performance, that product, and just believe it. You know, the musician has to believe in it, so other people are gonna believe in it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. And ask somebody to come believe in in what you're doing. And you're half-assing it, you, you know. And it. I
1: believe that most bands in Cedar Rapids do this. Yeah. I, you know, I believe that most bands, the most successful bands, bands that that I'm calling that aren't calling me, you know, those are the ones that I already know I'm making money with. There's a reason I'm bugging them.
0: Yeah, you know, you, you want and and that's that's just a lesson in economics. If that's you exactly create a product is. that somebody wants, and then all of a sudden the public really wants it, and more and more people come out. Guess who's getting paid more money and guess who's getting the pick of their dates right and right. and the pick of their clubs that they want to play right It's those bands, so yeah. I mean absolutely from from a
1: from a booker standpoint it's it's flattering when people want to come play the club now you have to say no to a lot of those um just just strictly from a financial standpoint there's you can't reach terms or it just doesn't make sense, or you're already booked, or there's a million different yeah. reasons why it doesn't work out. There's only, you know, 52 weeks a year. Um, but you want to get to that level where I'm calling you. You know, Kurt Burgess hasn't called me for dates in a long time. Kurt doesn't have a phone, I don't think. I don't know if he does. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of bands that that don't call me because they don't All have right. to, because I've got them locked in for the next eight months, yeah.
0: Here's here's our schedule,
1: right? It's done. It was always that way with you, yeah. You know, when I was booking with, even when I was booking with Corey, yeah. Um, here here, the, these are our next four dates, right? Set them in stone, right? And that's just, and that's a great way to operate,
0: yeah. I think I think we touched on a lot of cool stuff. I mean, this this conversation could go on for five freaking hours, and I don't know oh, yeah. if there's the right the right answer to any of this stuff, but uh, but for real, I th- I think this can at least just start people's brains. Start thinking about it. When when we'll post this in the group, we can have some feedback, good or bad, or thoughts that everybody has. I mean, that's that's what these are supposed to be for. Like, let's get a conversation going that will hopefully stir everyone else's thoughts. So, so for, a good little episode. Sorry, Mikey, go ahead. You're all right. No.
1: And from my end, I didn't want to make it sound for one second like I was complaining about Cedar Rapids music because no. I love Cedar Rapids music. This is This is my chosen profession. I honestly have a passion for this. I just want to see... My passion becomes something even bigger. I want, I want this to get to the point where, where as a community, we're all doing well. I don't want, you know, it's there, there's always people you're going to say no to, and there's always people that are going to say no to you. But we're not going to do this one band at a time. It has to be collectively. People care. It's people want to get involved. It's a scene. It's man. like
0: not, Seattle. If if it was just Pearl Jam. No scene, it, no scene. But when it's everyone in the '90s, like all those bands, like well, they're all friends and they're mm-hmm. all working together and yeah. creating a fever pitch of of just like we got to get out to a show. Right. That's is that going to happen here? I mean, that we're going to create five of the next huge bands and it's well known. Maybe not, but like, can it be on a smaller scale? It totally can be. Yeah.
1: Well, I, th- I think there's must see entertainment. This totally,
0: yeah. Like what, what was it last weekend? There was like three shows going on that. Normally would have been maybe the main band in town, but they were all playing at the same time, and it was like you had to you had to go, and all, you had to and get out
1: all three places, were and they all did well. The walls, yeah.
0: yeah. So it
1: can
2: be done. It We've can proven be. It. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Well, cool. I appreciate you stopping by, Kale.
2: Yeah, thanks so much, man. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Episode Appreciate
0: one. It. We'll call this the pilot episode. Pilot episode. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Phantom Menace. Phantom, Phantom right. Menace.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. God. Oh
1: gosh. Be the one people just read con and never listen to. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, make well. sure you uh, make sure you. I think we'll probably put this up on. Uh, this will be on like i Apple Podcast as well as SoundCloud mm-hmm. um, for Android users. But make sure you subscribe. Uh, invite your friends to it. Invite your friends to the music scene group. Do we need any plugs? We, we'll plug Kale with Tailgaters. If you don't like their Facebook page, make sure you like it. Make sure you're getting your posters, to them on time. Help <laughs> yeah. us stay relevant. <laughs> Help them stay relevant. AJ, you got any plugs,
2: man? Plugs? No, man. Uh, I don't need to plug anything. Wolfpack Productions, that's what we're inside of right now, yep. and that's what, what we're doing this on. So other than that... Nothing nothing crazy man. Just want to say thanks Kale. Thanks for everything no, you hey, do for him, everything like in the scene man. Um and having supporting local bands like you do man. I really yeah, we really appreciate it. So
1: Well, I really appreciate that too guys. Honestly, it's, it's honestly what I love to do the most.
2: All right, let's go booze somewhere.
0: Let's go booze. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off. See you guys later, Oopsies. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and best. Cuz it lasts so long that if my mama thinks that my mind is gone I ain't never crossed a man and didn't deserve it You be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of You better watch I you suck it and where you walk it Are you and your homies might be lying in I really hate to trip, but I got to load As they cook, I see myself in the pistol smoke It moves, i the type of the little homies wanna be like on my knees in the top,